0: Welcome to Dana Delivers by Aprio Podcast, the podcast that helps restaurant owners and operators learn from industry experts about trends and opportunities. On every episode, Dana Zukowski, the leader of Aprio's restaurant advisory team, explores the topic impacting our industry in a candid conversation. And now, let's hear what Dana is serving up on this episode. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And as our guest, we have Andrew Glance, who's the founder and CEO of Gift a Meal. Thanks, Andrew, for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Dana. I really appreciate it.
0: Of course. So usually I start the podcast, any of our listeners know, with the first time I met someone. And although Andrew and I have not yet met in person, he did see that I was speaking at the Restaurant Finance Conference, reached out to meet and talk, and mentioned some of my favorite people that he's going to be working with. And usually when people name drop, I always am like, oh, whatever. But when you mention certain names, I get really excited. So to anyone out there working with Gift-A-Meal already, I'm excited for you. And whoever is not, Andrew, why don't you kick it off and tell us a little bit about what Gift-A-Meal is?
1: Absolutely. So I founded Gift-A-Meal as kind of that blend of marketing and giving back. I saw that with restaurants, there were a lot of financial incentives like coupons and discounts and things like that. Uh, But there wasn't a lot out there that was really building an emotional connection between the customer and the restaurant. And I really wanted to find a way to involve the guest in a give back experience that makes them feel that sense of connection to the restaurant and their community as a whole. And so the basic way the gift of Meal program works is that the guest simply takes a photo of their food or drink at the restaurant um or at home of their takeout or delivery order. And when they do that, we make a donation to a local food bank to help give a meal to someone in need in that restaurant community. Um, and so the photo is taken for free by the customer, either through the Gift-a-Meal mobile app, which is free, or it could be by scanning a QR code and taking a photo in a web browser um, in Chrome or Safari without having to download a mobile app for posting it through Gift-a-Meal Meal. And then the guests can share on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and we give an extra meal for each platform they share on, and it's funded oh. by the restaurant and free for the customer.
0: That's unbelievable. And we know that people like to take a picture of their food anyway. So if you're doing it already, and now you could help out someone who needs it, why not? Mm-hmm. And and <clears throat> Andrew, what what was your background like? Where did this idea really? Tell me, like your background and where this stems from, because just kind of relating it to me. I grew up in a family where we were very fortunate, but my mother made it very clear to us that there were people who were food insecure. And we always did have to go to different events and we did turkey packs for Thanksgiving. And even now I'm super involved in city harvest because of that. Where did your passion for this come from?
1: Similarly to you, it's just the way that I was raised. Um, you know, I as early as I can remember when I was five years old, I was volunteering alongside my parents and um, they really taught me never to take anything for granted and uh, to really not just focus on giving back, but treat each person with dignity and respect and recognize that challenges that people are going through are, you know, sometimes circumstantial and out of their control and making sure that everybody has access to opportunities um, is something that I've been really passionate about. So growing up, I did a lot of volunteering at different food banks and volunteering helping tutor underprivileged children. And I got involved in a kind of kids for kids nonprofit uh, that I was vice president of for four years when I was in high school. And we raised about about $350,000 for kids in need in my community across education, hunger and mobility. And so I saw the impact that could be made and then applying that impact. So giving back was something important. And then I went to college at Washington University in St. Louis, was an owner of a nonprofit storefront promoting reuse and sustainability on campus for a couple of years. And then I had an internship at a venture capital firm where the managing partner exposed me the idea of a profit with a purpose business model and how profit and purpose can be consistent goals. And so it kind of took my passion of giving back and then also looking at something that could be scalable and grow to make a really large impact. And um, you know, be something that could help multiple stakeholders. And I had the very original idea for Gift a meal when I was in college after wow. that internship. And yeah, so I started it off as just like a local program. I didn't have a car and I was going up and down the street in the snow to mom and pop restaurants to get some early traction and have them tested out, grew this out in the St. Louis market and graduated. And then I went full time on gift and meal and raised some funding from investors so I could grow out the team and, Then we started to expand nationally, and now we have over 500 partner restaurants in 27 states all across the country. And we've given oh, and we've given over a million meals to those in need so far. We hit that milestone a couple months ago, which is really exciting.
0: And and a million meals—that's a lot of meals. And again, having been involved with different food charities over the years, we know that these charities where you're giving the money to—they really make the dollar go far. Mm -hmm. But someone listening. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't want to help and give back. But here, someone is a single unit operator. They have one restaurant. They're listening to this and saying, "What's the catch?" So, like, explain exactly how the gift meal. Like, if you could put some dollars and cents to it to make the listener, who's the restaurateur, understand real the real value here for them as the owner, but also how they're going to give back to the community.
1: Absolutely. And we want to make sure that this is not just a meaningful social impact for their community, but it's also a meaningful business impact in terms of the marketing return on investment for the restaurant, whether it's an independent operator, a franchisee, or a corporate chain. And you know, for an independent operator, they're paying $79 a month on our standard plan to be on gifted meal. For a chain, we discount that price down to as low as $34 a month per location as a flat monthly rate. So it's really predictable from a budgeting standpoint. In terms of what they get out of it, customers sharing out photos on social media are great because it's you know them being advocates for the restaurant. There's no ratings or reviews. It's strictly positive. But in addition to that, we've seen that the guests that are using Gift & Meal and having this uplifting experience are feeling that sense of emotional connection and satisfaction with the brand to the point that on average, Gift & Meal customers are returning to that restaurant 39% more frequently. They're spending 20% more per visit. And oh, wow. Thirty-two percent more on average. So yeah, increase in check size, tip size, visit frequency, and customers are more satisfied. And promoting the restaurant social media um, is you know a lot of good things that can come out of this. In addition to a really meaningful social impact that can help those meet in a restaurant community. Right.
0: And one of the other things I thought was pretty cool is you're giving back to the community is where the restaurants are. So even though you're based mm-hmm. in St. Louis, all of the funds that you collect. And then the meals you distribute are being given back to the local areas where the people are from, not where you're based.
1: Yeah, exactly. So for instance, um, one of our partners is Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken, and they cover the cost at the corporate level from their ad funds for all 130 locations of franchisees across the country. And so for them, you know... Well, hold on a second. Listen, yeah.
0: franchisors, we have that ad fund. This could be a really great opportunity.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. Like we have some where franchisors pay for the franchisees, we have some where it's like a preferred vendor green in and they introduce us to franchisees, but franchisees pay for it if they don't have an ad fund, and some franchisees just come to us themselves. But yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of success where for those leased chicken locations, you know, we're donating to local food banks all over the country. So instead of having to have 130 different community engagement programs for each location, with the click of a button with signing up for gift and meal, they have something that's hyper-local to each location in terms of that social impact and a local marketing impact that's meaningful to customers, staff, and franchisees. And they're able to have it be a consistent message across the entirety of the brand. And so it's good from that overall branding perspective and then also for each individual location.
0: I mean, it really just is unbelievable. And again, someone who's maybe not as familiar with how some of the give back programs work. Someone says, "Oh, seventy nine dollars." Well, that means the Mm -hmm. most imprints I'm going to have is twenty because they think a meal costs four dollars. We, you, and I, having been involved, know that that's not the case. Do you want to talk a little bit about how much money a meal really costs
1: when you work with programs? Yeah, it's a great point. So when we say we're providing a meal, it's not the restaurant providing their food. They don't need to deal with any food logistics or anything like that. It's donating money to the food banks. The food banks get food donated to them by supermarkets, food distributors, community food drives, and the food gets stored up in their big distribution facilities. And then we're covering their costs of getting that food from these big facilities to the hundreds of neighborhood pantries in their areas where those in need to access it. And so when they're distributing those healthy groceries in bulk, uh, they're able to get the cost down per meal. So one meal is 1.2 pounds of groceries being distributed to a pantry. And we're covering that cost of getting the trucking, the labor refrigeration to get it there. And so on average, when they distribute food in bulk, a food bank approximately can provide four meals per dollar donated. So 25 cents per meal. And they usually have this on the donate page of their website, whether they say, we can provide 10 meals for every dollar donated or three meals for every dollar donated or four meals or five meals. On average, it's about four meals per dollar for a food bank. And so that's the donation we're making to them using the exact same messaging for transparency and consistency.
0: Right, because a lot of these food banks really are just logistics companies doing doing good for people.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's all about just getting the food where people can access it. If somebody lives in a food desert and they don't have access to healthy, consistent food, um, they might just have like a convenience store or McDonald's in that neighborhood or the grocery store might not have hours open when they're working multiple jobs uh, to be able to access that food at a food pantry near them it's something that can make a really, really big impact for them and their kids. And, you know, when we're looking at the impact that we're looking at solving, it's, a lot of people think that it's just the people you see on the street that are the homeless, but food insecurity is so much bigger than that. Um, you know, if you're looking across America, it's nearly one in six kids that face food insecurity, meaning they don't know where they're going to find their next meal. Um, And, you know, if somebody has, Something happened on the health side and they have a really big health bill that can push them over the edge. I was speaking with one of the the people at the food bank, the community members at a food bank that I was volunteering at, and she mentioned about how there was a fire at her house. And then that caused her to have to be crashing on the couch with friends and taking care of her 15 year old daughter and going to the food pantries for support. There's a lot of uh, restaurant employees that I've talked to that have faced some food insecurity at different points in their life or have friends that have faced it as well. And so, you know, it's something that I really look at as, you know, hunger can happen to anybody. And so we all kind of have that obligation to be there for each other, just as we would want somebody to be there for us if we were going through something.
0: Right. And just a cross promotion here to an earlier podcast and charity that I'm very big fan of. If you are a restaurant worker listening and you do have an issue, you can also reach out to Giving Kitchen because they too are very involved in Mm the helping out the restaurant worker. So this was really important to me to have this conversation now. It's going to be out right before the holiday season. We know this is the economy is maybe not the best it's ever been. And we're all trying our best. And there is going to be, there is a little more food insecurity during this time. It's also interesting that we spoke about children because in the summer, when the kids, when there's no school, a lot of kids, that's where they depend on getting their meals from. Are there any special other times of year or programs or anything that are extra important for you as someone who's seeing on the philanthropy side and on the charity side when the food banks are reaching out a little bit more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you can kind of think about it as filling the meal gap. Um, So for kids, you know, if they get lunch at school, it's about making sure they have dinner at home um, on the weekdays. Out of the weeknights, and then also food on the weekends. And then like you mentioned for the summer that they have food when they're not getting food at school. And then winter, there's always a the ride in food insecurity as well. So one of the food banks that we work with, Operation Food Search, we actually volunteered along with a group of 50 gift a meal uh, customers as well. And that was The max they could have a volunteer here in this space. Uh, that was about a week and a half ago. Um, we packed about 2000 meals of food. That was for a program called Operation Backpack where they they actually go and deliver the food in bags and they put them in the backpacks of the kids when they're in class. So there's no stigma associated with it. The other kids don't know that they're getting that food it's really and they one can put the that home.
0: Operation Backpack is like one of the most amazing programs ever because of what you just said. It takes the stigma away mm-hmm. from all of this.
1: It's Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, so having that sense of, humanity with it, and then also making sure that it's actually effective and making the intended impact um, are both things that I really look at. And, you know, with Gift-A-Meal, after a customer takes their photo to Gift-A-Meal, we actually display a story of somebody who is egregious there, their story, how they have been helped By the food banks and everything. And, you know, when you read about their stories, it's something that can humanize hunger and feel that sense of connection. So it's not just a number. You know, a million meals is a lot of meals. We're doing nearly 40,000 meals donated per month. And that's incredible. But I also want to make sure we're not just getting caught up in a number and we recognize each of those meals as helping a person at the end of the day, because that's what the impact is all about.
0: Right. No, I couldn't agree more. And I do think. It's just such a shame in a country with such abundance that there are people. And like you said, one in six children are food insecure. And I appreciate you and I appreciate all that you and your company are doing. Anyone listening who wants to get involved with Gift A Meal for them as a restaurant level or as a consumer, Andrew's information.
1: Do you want to just, Andrew, quickly shout out yeah. your email? Absolutely. So you can email me at andrew at gift and You can also book a demo or self- Sign up really easily at giftameal.com slash partner. And, you know, we can launch a new restaurant within a week if you're an independent restaurant. And if you're a chain, we can launch in as soon as two weeks. So, you know, this is something that you can get started on really quickly um, in order to get the program going and really get something started. It's also month to month, no commitment. So, like, you know, really risk free for a restaurant, not a huge cost and can have a really great impact for the communities you serve and your business. And then for people that are listening that just want to, like, to eat out at restaurants and want to help support, um, you can download the Gift-A-Meal app for free on iPhone or Android. Just search Gift-A-Meal on the App Store or Google Play Store uh, and search for Gift-A-Meal and, and download the app and you can see all the different restaurants that participate.
0: Anyone who's listening knows that I am only i only share things that I truly believe in and I think are wonderful. Andrew, you're the first person who we've had on who truly I not only was here to talk about their company, but really gave a plug at the end because I do think that this is so important to give back to your community. So again, thank you so much to you and to everyone at Gift me Meal. And thank you everyone who's listening. And we look forward to hearing from you in the new year. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Thank you to all of our listeners to the Dana Delivers by Aprile podcast. If you like today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Dana Delivers brought to you by Aprile, a premier accounting and business advisory firm with offices across the U.S. and clients around the globe.